All right, Andy Hart is uh, connected down at Gillette Stadium. Hart, um, you, you've been around the Patriots as long as we have. This was maybe the most bizarre of the Bill Belichick press conferences. What do you make of what we just heard? Well, apparently we're going to see how it goes today. <laughs> in a walkthrough. Yeah, in a walkthrough. Now, it was bizarre. You're right. It was also bizarre the the smirks and the the thanks to some of the questions and the reporters also I'm finding more bizarre lately. I don't know. I've always joked for years some of the stuff he delivers if he delivered it with a smile would be taken differently. I don't know if he's like some PR person told him that and now he's like, you know, it's sort of the the no disrespect thing and then you respect yeah. somebody. He Bless finishes it with a <laughs> yeah. smirk, right? He finishes with a smirk and a thanks like that wipes away the fact that you totally dismissed or ignored or crapped all over the question I just asked. But am I wrong? Because I feel this, and I don't know where I feel this from. After sitting in that room and after the way this has been mismanaged for weeks now, I feel like sometime in the next 24 to 48 hours – we are going to get a Mac is our quarterback. Mac is starting. We're this is not going to wait until Sunday at one before we find out who's starting. Am I crazy to feel that in my gut? Yeah, because it hasn't happened yet. So to me, uh, until it happens, I, I would be surprised. And like by that, do you mean you know Adam Schefter says he's starting, or do you mean that Bill Belichick tells somebody that he's starting? Okay, so my I think it could come from Bill directly. But my, my crystal ball is a little hazy right now as I'm starting to formulate this, this idea um, because I actually think Bill's tone in recent weeks has been supportive of Mac in ways that his actions and words have not been. And what, what do you I mean? mean by, like all the questions about potentially rotating and platoons and all that were like Bill just scoffed at him, just dismissed him, borderline like idiocy. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that could mean he's actually going in the other direction and taking a step closer. No, we're not actually going to platoon. It's going to be Zappy's job. But I don't see that, and I think it helps the situation to some degree that the bloom is off Zappy. Like, he is not what he – what he what, remember? So, so Troy Aikman, when he said, you know, at 8.15 we didn't yeah. have a controversy, but at 9.15 we did. Well, guess what? At like eleven fifteen, I think it yeah, was gone. He was again. done with it. Yeah, because Zappy Troy was bad. It bailed on him at right. that point. And I don't actually disagree with him to some degree the way the whole weird thing played out. But the wheels, maybe the wheels didn't fall off Zappy, but you saw what Zappy could be at his worst, and that I think sucks some of the life out of Zappy fever, Zappy mania, and the yeah. idea that you have a legitimate quarterback controversy. I think the other issue here is, and I wrote this the other day on the website. Um, I'm starting more and more to believe they just uh, have a problem in that they don't have a quarterback. It's got really nothing to do with Zappy or Mac. Like, they don't, they don't really have anybody who's good at the position. They, do you, yeah, is it more likely that Bill likes both guys or dislikes both guys? Dislikes would yeah. be at this point. That's how, like, how did it go from last year to in six short months when you weren't playing to disliking the guy so much that you're dealing with him the way you are. You're calling the plays you are with him. Again, Bailey Zappi, eight-man protection. Mac Jones, here you go, shotgun. Good luck with five. Like, it doesn't make sense. Because last year I had kid gloves and was treating you like a rookie, and then I had the audacity to think I was going to be able to treat you like a veteran and take the offense to the next level and explore how far we can go together and realized, oh, crap, when I take the kid gloves off, you're not very good anymore. Now – I may be making too much of that. Uh, you know, I 
I do think that we get caught up in this, whether it's in the, the talk radio business, just the media business in general. Gresh, I think you and I talked about this one day at camp. Like, you watch three practices – and you're all in on something. Oh my God! This this sixth round receiver, he's gonna Brady's gonna throw 100 passes to this guy. And a week later, somebody says, "I thought you said he was gonna catch 100 balls." No, I never said. What are, you, what are you talking about? Like you get caught up in that moment. And this two month span, the one thing I give Bill credit for that he said today, something to the effect of, "We're not gonna get into mid season evaluations for a guy who's missed three weeks of games." Mac has only played three games and three series in this season, and we are making career-altering decisions based on who he is, what he is, where he can go, that's where I think it probably is a little unfair, and we could look back on it. I know you guys had a, a caller early, great caller from Alabama yeah. when I was driving to the stadium. I thought it was a phenomenal caller, by the way. A caller from – should be in the Hall of Fame. But he mentioned, <laughs> like, these guys that, you know, Hurts and Allen that, have, that stink at times in their development, and now they're the talk of the town, right? Mm-hmm. Their potential Super Bowl matchup, those two – is there a chance we look back at the beginning of 2022 and laugh at it in like three years when Mac is well established as this franchise QB here? I mean, maybe I think they're going to have to get him as uh, AJ Brown or Steph Diggs or yeah. whatever, and and actually maybe support the guy, maybe name him the starter, maybe that. Also I don't know. Take the sky cam away so it doesn't bat down <laughs> yeah. any passes. Oh no, ESPN, ESPN said it missed it by shot. 15 feet. Yeah. <laughs> What are you talking about? I have eyes. <laughs> I don't know. That's Am they, I supposed like they released this is, a statement today? Two days in a row, the NFL released one statement and ESPN yeah. released another where they tell me what my eyes saw yeah. was not what my eyes saw. Oh. I'm just an idiot. All no, need- there were no autographs. Just move along. Nothing to see uh, here. Like, uh, Eleven of twelve. That's all you need to know. What are you right. doing <laughs> about here? what they're doing up there? I don't I don't actually think it it caused the interception. I think it skimmed the wire. And I think the wire was in a place where the operator with his little joystick was like, Uh-oh. no no quarterback would ever throw it. Wait, wait, why is that guy throwing such a terrible pass <laughs> that it might hit my wire? It was it was a terrible decision and throw uh, yeah. either way. Um, now, now, at the risk of sounding like the, the big, like a hot take artist or Ooh, here, Hart. Nice. Midday hot takes. Do you think does, at all that Bill Belichick has lost it? And the reason why <laughs> I even ask it and why I subscribe to it is this this last two weeks and then the, the decisions that he made on Monday aren't strictly the, hey, I'm going to be kind of, you know, talk down to the media and give them nothing. No, no, no. We're finding out that, no, like, almost nobody on the team knew what the plan was going to be on Monday. Like, the communication in the locker room seems to be at an all-time low, and the way you're handling your first-round pick quarterback is what would get other coaches fired. I'm not suggesting it's going to get him fired by any means. I'm just saying usually when you bungle a first-round pick quarterback, you're not long for the job. Yeah, I think Bill has done things since February or March that get other coaches fired, people that don't have six – and I include hiring a defensive coordinator for your play call or hiring a – like those things get laughed at and mocked in other places, and the guy will be out of a job soon. Now, the communication thing to me – I'm not as concerned with the communication because I don't think Bill has communicated to his players or coaches for 20-plus years. I think he's, he's, that's not what he does. He keeps everybody walking on eggshells. You need, you need to know basis. When you need to know something, whatever position, role you play, I'll tell you. Otherwise, do your damn job and, and focus on that. My concern is, so he went to Bailey Zappi on the fourth series, which came right after an interception when the crowd wanted Bailey Zappi, clearly. Mm-hmm. So it feels like he's thinking like a fan, which they always say, if you think like a mm-hmm. fan, you'll be sitting with him soon. Right. Yeah. My issue is, how did the players not know that Zappi was going to play? You know what that tells me? How many reps did he get? 
Not many at all. Nope. He got traditional low number backup reps, whether that's, you know, 9 to 1, 12 to 2, something like that. And that concerns me because you're doing a disservice now to Zappi. You're throwing him out there without the, the reps needed. And I keep going back to, and you'll remember this, Gresh, Keith, you're too young. Um, <laughs> Thank you. you <laughs> <laughs> circa 2001, the whole damn reason that Tom Brady was the quarterback for the foreseeable future was because Bill said it was unfair to not give a starter starters reps. They were trying to split the reps in practice. You couldn't get two quarterbacks ready because doing so, you'd get neither ready. And – I feel like, do we not believe that anymore? Because if that's right. the case, get Mac ready. You gave him, by all accounts, Rappaport, Florio, the bulk of the reps late in the week went to Mac, right? Oh, they should. He's the starter. Oh, we're all on a perfect plan here. He started. He got the reps. That's how it And then you pull him after three series, after two, three, and outs. And in. Did you not expect him to have some rust? And I thought Mac was telling postgame when he was asked if he got enough chances to knock off the rust, and he's like, that's a good question. Because he didn't. <laughs> he absolutely did not. That was him saying. So, yeah, Bill has mismanaged this. Um, to say he's flat out lost it. Now, Mutt was all over me because I wrote a column last week that the two wins were vintage Belichick, like rookie quarterback, defense steps up, takes away the number one offense. Num- and Mutt was like, vintage, my ass. And I – so this week I told him, well, what I didn't tell you, it's vintage Belichick from Cleveland. It's it's that vintage, the early 90s vintage Belichick that we're seeing because, you know, that guy, quarterback controversies were part of his story. I want to go back to something, Hart, yeah. you said earlier, which was the, the Mac with kid gloves and things like that. Mm. And this offense is so dynamic that if you brought in a veteran, it would be high-flying. Like, it feels like there's a bit of an assumption there that – okay, you ran what Josh McDaniels would do and we treated you with kid gloves. Then if you go to the 200 or 300 level of that offense, it would make sense. But Bill would be assuming that this offense, with his defensive coordinator, who's in his ear, chirping away with whatever sweet nothings he's getting him to listen to, is four and 500 level type stuff that once Mac figures it out, then it'll be high-flying, high-wire act. Those two things to me don't really correlate. I I think the argument you're making right now is probably the argument that's in Mac's head, that's in Max Camp's head of like, wait a minute, you were leaning on him to take this offense to the next level while you were figuring out what level it even was with, with Matt Patricia. Oh, and by the way, you gave him a number one receiver in Devontae Parker who gets less separation than anybody in football for three straight seasons now. That's just the facts of those next-gen GPS stats. He does not get away from the defense. He's always near the defense, and that's his go-to guy. And then you get into the whole 50-50 balls and the philosophy change. I think the, the, the point, the argument you're making, Gresh, is the point that Max side would sort of point like bring up, that yeah, you wanted him to take it to the next level, but – he hit the gas, and the car wasn't ready to go. The car is sputtering around him, and even though he's a good race driver, he, he can't make the car any better than it is. So Mac Jones is scheduled to speak today. Yes. Uh, does that make <laughs> you think that he's the starter on Sunday, or does, is that just they got to put somebody out there? Yeah, uh, so Bailey Zappi spoke last Wednesday, and he did not start. Good point. And Max spoke at his locker on Friday. My <laughs> guess is we'll flip that script, and we're going to get Bailey Zappi talking at his locker at some point. Yeah. So, uh, no, I don't necessarily read it. Now, if he had any sense of humor, 
don't you think Matt could come in and like lighten this whole mood with like, hey, I must be the starter again because I get the podium on a Wednesday. Like just like a yeah. little teeny hey, he'd joke. Get, he'd no get chance. Caught. Are you kidding <laughs> no me? No chance he does that. No chance Absolutely whatsoever. no chance. And even Zappy with uh, some of the answers of sir and ma'am and stuff, it's like, ooh, that's the subservient guy that Bill Belichick wants. Very polite. Well, come in, guys- shut up, don't say anything, don't ask about what we're having for lunch. You come in here and you do what you're told. And I kind of wrote about that on the website this morning from a quote from Zappy yesterday with uh, the afternoon show when he said, basically, I don't care. I tell Matt to call whatever he wants and I'll try to make it work. Mm. And I, I juxtapose that to Mr. Why, right? Mac Jones told us all summer, as long as I know the why, I just ask the why. If they can explain to me the why, I'm happy to do it. I played a lot of football. Like, do you think that matters here? That one guy is asking why, 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 why are we doing this? Why is he my coach? Why are we? Why is Parker the guy I'm supposed to throw to, even though he's covered? Why, why, why? Do you think that plays a role here? That Zappy comes in and just honeymoon period, head down. Yes, coach. Whatever you say, coach. I'll do what you say, coach. Yeah, kind of. I, I think especially when you have Matt Patricia, and he probably doesn't have an answer or the right answer every single time. <laughs> That's the and mitigating like, factor, oh, the I, Matt Patricia piece of that. Yeah. Toss it out there. Bailey Zab was like, yes, sir. Let's do it. However, yeah, it's then Bill Belichick cutting off his own knees because, or cutting himself off at the knees in terms of the owner who had mentioned the draft. And last year you thought, okay, guess what? This guy might not be the end-all, be-all, but you had a really good first-round pick, number 15 overall. And now for, like, basically under the scenario you laid out, Hart, relative to, say, Mr. Kraft come down and they get rid of Mac. Then it's, well, then why'd you take him in the first round? And he had a great year. So how in the world? And by the way, that better mean Zappy is the, is the you know, Jesus and cleats part two. No question. Last year's draft looks a lot worse if you blew the first <laughs> pick, number 15 mm-hmm. overall in a quarterback that you move on from within a year or two. Um, who you coached well and did the job. Who, who did the job? Who took you to the playoffs? Who, right. You know, went to the Pro Bowl for whatever that's worth. Apparently that was all fake. Apparently we were all in a fever dream that that happened. But what happened between then and now? Because you're not going to tell me, Gresh, that this Mac that's a puddle of goo is the same quarterback we saw a year. Like, he seemed unflappable a year ago. Yeah. Swagger. Remember the players used to be like, wow, I didn't know this kid had so much swagger. Like, the Judons and the Bournes and everybody were talking up his swagger, his leadership. He's a captain. He's all this. And what happened in the last six months that leaves him a broken man on the sideline? I I mean, the the Matt Patricia piece of this is growing more and more by the day. Whereas after Cleveland, yeah. it was, do you feel vindicated? Now it feels like, <laughs> and by the way, the head coach is a part of that as well. Like, yes. they, you know, we can't absolve Bill, but that it, it's the duo. It really is. So, I yeah, wonder but, if Matt Patricia has just the ear of Bill Belichick for whatever reason. But I blame Bill. And yeah, oh, it's all, all yeah. Oh, yeah, He yeah, told yeah. me to blame him, but also, true. Well, that is if true Patricia too. sucks, he put Patricia in place. Yeah, no, 100%. Like, right. like, Robert Kraft deserves blame for letting Brady go because if you allow Bill to make the decision, you've already made a decision. Like, oh, yeah. you made the decision. So, Bill gets the blame for whatever Patricia does. If he screws this up, because gone is the, you know, for you're right, Gresh. It was like, do you feel vindicated, Tom Curran asked Matt Patricia? Like, Vindicated, just got your ass whooped by the Bears, the team that can't win anything, like kicked your butt up and down the field, and now you have two broken quarterbacks. Because that's the one thing I would say is – Yeah, you heard them both. Yeah, they're both in a in a weak spot right now. And then the other thing that I, I keep thinking big picture is we were so insulated to this idiocy for two decades. Like, Bill's not handling it well. 
We're not handling it. Nobody knows how to handle this because it was never even no. a consideration that you had to, you know, break glass in case of emergency. You got to talk to Bills fans and the Browns yeah. fans and Lions fans. Like, talk to them about start the shirts. Quarterbacks. Start where it says Jones, Hoyer, yeah. Zappy, Jones, Zappy, Zappy, Jones. Yeah, like, start with Newton. Oh, Newton is yeah. a good one to start Put with. Newton in there too, yeah. and that—that's the reality. Is we haven't had to do this. And one last thing that I'm really, as we continue to just nitpick how bill handles this do you guys remember in 07 when i mean 08 when brady got hurt and castle comes in and then they had guys coming in for workouts and bill literally told them don't leave the airport we'll pay your flight back home we're not working you out because he wanted to send a message that they were all in on matt castle that he was their quarterback for that season they didn't want any confusion lack of confidence Where's that guy? Yeah, no, it's gone. Where's that guy that made that decision definitively right then that, nope, we're not working guys out, we're putting everything into Castle, because this Bill Belichick over the last two weeks is nothing like that. No, it's a great point because we always point to the Cam Newton example. So, like, the Patriots have had very few bad seasons, right? Very, very few bad seasons. One was the first one with Drew Bledsoe, but that was even whatever. It's 08 where you didn't know which way it was going to go. Now, they ended up being 11-5, and five, but they missed the playoffs. But that's a good point. He backed Matt Castle. Even in 2020, the season was not going well. Backs Cam Newton this year coming off of a playoff appearance. Back nobody. Won't, won't back anybody. Right. No, it's right. not like he's not backing. Right. He's half-assing it. He's, he's middling it. And so what can they learn today? And real quick, so David Andrews, Kyle Doug, Christian Barmore not at practice, which is indoors. And no equipment on. Yeah, walk through. Just helmets. What can you possibly learn about the quarterback position today? Uh, Mac didn't get hurt overnight. <laughs> yeah, right. okay. Didn't slip and fall on a wet leaf on the sidewalk. Got to be careful out there. You do. And, <laughs> yep. and yeah, you're not going to learn anything. And that's why Bill couldn't answer those questions because he didn't have an answer. That's What's he right. going to learn? Like, there is no lo- logical answer in a walkthrough what you're learning from Mac Jones. Also, can we put away the help thing? Is it me or did he look fine? He looked when fine. He was running he looked, all over oh, the field. Fine. He looked fine. Yep. Kicking that guy in the nuts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, he did. That guy was not fine. He was a great. Oh, he was fine enough because he picked the ball off not long after. That's that was true. a great interception. Payback was a you-know-what yep. for him. Uh, uh, Andy Hard, thank you, friend. We appreciate you. Good stuff. See ya.